Welcome to the UFTA Podcast. Hosted by Emily O'Connor and Jordan Rudolph. The UFTA Podcast brings you a surprisingly fresh take on everyday topics in health, fitness, and everything in between. We want to open the door to explore new information and new solutions in a way that's easy for you to understand and apply to your own life. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the UFTA Podcast. We are Season 3, Episode 7. I'm Jordan Rudolph. And I'm Emily O'Connor. We're happy to be back with another episode that just gets straight to our point of what we're discussing. Um, it seems to be a theme that a lot of our listeners like as well, from what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, they like how they can just tune in, so we're just going to keep rolling with that until we get guests on and decide to do something differently. Yeah. I think it's easy. It gives you something short, actionable, digestionable, and and quick, easy to go. As someone who just took on uh, a 20-minute commute, I also like shorter kind of podcast episodes because I don't feel like I have to get to work or get to home and, like, turn it off right away. So it's kind of a newfound thing. I've used to only like the long ones because I'd listen to them on a run, but I have a newfound love of, like, shorter episodes as well. So We can, and you and I can just go rapid fire ping 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 we don't have to like get ready for the next thing get ready for that like we Mm -hmm. can just go yeah for sure so what are we talking about today we are going to be talking about similar versus unique fitness we similar versus unique fitness yes we've talked a lot in the past about how programming and everyone has different needs and we always assess before we start anyone here at unity or work with anyone online wherever they might be and all of those things are important, but I also think that oftentimes we can forget that we are also all human beings and a little bit more similar to each other than we might like to acknowledge. I like the word forget, and my mind immediately immediately went working with people for 12 years. We've literally worked with thousands of people, you and I both have, mm-hmm. okay? If, if I hear the word, oh, I forgot to do that, people will use the word busy all the time. They got too busy, and what happened was priorities just changed. Mm-hmm. So my now with that in mind, I come back when you said the word forget there. Are they intentionally forgetting, or do they unintentionally, like really, truly, genuinely forgot? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can be overlooked, too, and it's easy to feel like we are the outlier in a lot of situations, health and fitness included, whether that is you firmly believe that you're on one end of the spectrum or the other, but I, I think, am. yeah, <laughs> you, you and quite a few people <laughs> believe that they are, and maybe, maybe you are the exception, Jordan, but I am. For, for other people, a lot of times we think that we might be, but we need to kind of take that step back and sort of, a coach can be helpful, but acknowledge that we are all human people and oftentimes our approach to our fitness goals and our approach to our nutrition goals and whatever the situation might be can look quite similar to someone else's. So I have several great examples. Audience, listeners, Emily and I literally just talked about this for five minutes before the show for show notes and we're just diving right the fuck in. So this is what you get. Um, Jordan's and also clearly very caffeinated. Today. Yes, 
Yeah, so that's about 45 milligrams right here. 145 when I'm done with that. I've got it down to the T because I'm unique and I need 145 exactly. No, I'm just kidding. Um, a bunch of different analogies. My first one from like what makes a person then similar is like as in we're all human. Mm -hmm. what, what makes that person unique and what makes them unique? And then what, what portion of a fitness or nutrition program needs to actually be unique to those specific things and what bulk of it majority of it is just going to be what you need to follow for a similarity piece that's not unique to anybody just what you need to do mm -hmm. right so my first one comes from like fat loss for example the this is where people really try to be unique about it in my circumstance my thing no one else in the world is going through what I've gone through no one else has the, like as bad as I do as as busy as I am as much going on as I am as stressed as I am like does as much for everybody else as much as I do mm -hmm. just me mm -hmm. therefore I can't focus on myself I can't do this by myself I can't do that part right so I should therefore have the most unique complex done exactly how I need it to be done meal plan that'll work for me or nothing else will work mm -hmm. I think that's the kicker right there and where people can kind of get trapped in that victim mentality of like it is the most difficult challenging and kind of speaks to like it's cool to say you're doing difficult things too right like we can go down that rabbit hole but it's either that or it's nothing at all nothing will work when in reality again we're all pretty similar from a fat loss standpoint focusing on calorie deficit protein and getting in strength training as well as neat non-activity exercise thermogenesis and moving throughout the day is going to be kind of the big four things. The big, the big. I would say maybe sleep if we wanted to put five. Definitely. The, like those have to be there for every single person, and those fill up 80, 90 percent of what you need to accomplish mm -hmm. for one hundred percent of the results. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. If all of those things are done that way and consistently, then there's some unique things that come into play. For sure, and that's where the unique part comes in. Like, if we're doing all of those things, and we know, and we've done them consistently not for a week or maybe not even for a few weeks but for a month plus six eight weeks and things still aren't happening then something unique is happening something under the surface is going on yes and we can dive into whether it's a blood work panel or getting some a different opinion someone who specializes in a specific area that's where we can get a little bit more unique with it and, and sometimes these unique things are specifically like so I have, I have a few examples that we can just go for the clients in here. Uh, we've sent some to a functional medicine mm -hmm. practitioner, doctor, um, to help work on gut health. We've had some to go for liver detoxing and some that are going through liver detoxing right now. We've had some try red light therapy. We've had some do, um, Amber, if you're listening, I'm so sorry, fasted, high-intensity interval, mitochondrial density-based training in the mornings before she does anything else to see if we could do this for two weeks and build mitochondria to help free up some cell stuff. Um, a lot of this stuff is then based on trial and error, mm -hmm. but it, it comes off as uniqueness because we're trying to find stuff through asking questions um, of what we can find that works specifically for you or what you're ready, willing, and able to do, mm -hmm. which again makes it about you. Like it's That's the unique part of it. For sure. And I think you kind of started to touch on something there where a big part of that unique part is how we approach these things, how we talk to people as coaches, 
can be very different in suggesting the exact same thing for two people. Yeah. So there are unique aspects to approaching each person and each situation with you as the listener, our average listener is not a coach, approaching things differently or approaching the same thing might look different for you than someone else. Yep. Are you someone that works better with, you know, small things, one thing at a time? Or are you someone that works better with like, hey, let's just hit the reset button, not on a Monday, maybe on a Wednesday, and dive right into it, right? Yeah. Do we need, how much information do you need to know before you make a decision? Those can all be unique things, but the actions are often quite similar than we often believe that they need to be. 100%. And another analogy I can kind of use that we're going we're to keep tying this together in kind of terms of, um, spoiler alert, this is going to come back to personal responsibility, everybody. But um, like strength training, um, we how many different athletes have we had in here for different sports-specific stuff? How many people, it doesn't matter if they're 20, it doesn't matter if they're 15, training for volleyball, 20, just trying to look good. Uh, 40 being a mom or a dad trying to lose some weight and get back into feeling like they can be themselves again 50 in a triathlon 60 being able being able to make sure that they garden and play with their grandkids a squat is a squat is a squat they're all squatting a golfer squat like 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 the similarities between like a squat is a squat we all just need to be able to squat is there uh, in the blog post I have for the longevity of strength thing one of the new strength standards that I want to make uh, for anybody who wants to be able to play with a grandkid when they're 80 years old, they have to be able to squat, I think I put 50 or 55 pounds, I can't remember, um, 50 pounds on a dumbbell goblet hold at 40 for reps. No problem if they want to hold a 30-year-old when they're 80. Because the strength... Pound. Yes, 30, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not 30, a 30-year-old 30, 30, 30 pounds, Maybe sorry. a 30-year-old too, 30 but pound, a 30-pound. 30-pound grandchild, if they want to pick up their 30-pound grandchild and hold on to them and they're 80... Uh, because you'll lose 10% of your strength and muscle mass each decade if you're not training for it. So you better, by the time you're 40, you better, better be able to do that if you're not going to do it again and expect the same thing at 80. Mm-hmm. If you can't do that at 40, you can't expect that at 80. Mm-hmm. So you have to work towards it. There's some uniqueness there. Mm-hmm. But also, we're going to goblet squat because we know how valuable it is. Mm-hmm. I like the word expectations because I think a lot of, or expect is what you said, because I think a lot of times we expect these things to just happen, and this can tie into that personal responsibility that you kind of teased on too, but a lot of times we just expect this to happen. Mm-hmm. And we expect that if we do the perfect thing, everything will fall into place. But in reality, it's all about the little actions that it's the one, actually, like it's the third set of squats that you didn't want to do, but you did anyway. It's the having an extra vegetable it's the hey i'm gonna take 30 minutes and plan my meals for the week it's Mm -hmm. all those little things in the piggy bank that add up to the outcome that we want to see and again that's the similarities between every single person 100 percent. and a lot of the times it's for for that same thing you were saying like all of the the, the little things that add up it's all little things that add up on the opposite side that keep you from your goals too it's It's like, oh, I want to lose weight, but I'm not going to stop drinking 30 beers a week. It's, uh, I want to lose weight, but I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to be stressed all the time. I want to feel better, but I'm not going to sleep. I want to, uh, I can't lose weight, but I, yeah, I, I don't know how that cookie jar or that candy jar is always full on my dining room table, like, or my counter. Like, because you're buying, and like, well, I only have one or two a day. Like, 
it's it, that that's just a symbol of something else more often than not, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, and that's where we want to kind of neglect those things as like playing as big of a role, and we want to minimize the role mm-hmm. of the positive things mm-hmm. and how those can impact our lives too. So I think taking that moment to say like, no, I have to change something. Yeah. I have to, and getting out of that like victim mentality and trying to outwork all of the things that are the similarities between like outwork the stress outwork. We see the common thing, right? You can't out train a bad diet. It's such an easy trap to fall into of like, I'm working so hard in the gym. Yeah, but we're going home and crushing X beers, right? Taking the body. If you listen to our alcohol episode straight out of fat burning mode, mm-hmm. like that's just not and recovery mode. And yes, and it, that's just not a logical or efficient way to get there and probably not a very successful way if we stay there for too long. People, it, what's what's often, often funny too, I was thinking about this when you were saying that, um, I don't know how many times, like you, you and I were asked before, and I know we've mentioned this in the podcast, what's the most stressful thing about working with people? And we both said it's them getting in their own way. Mm-hmm. People are oftentimes working so much harder than they have to on the incorrect things that they don't have like 80% effort on some of these other things, the big rock things will get them 100% of the results when they realize what they truly have to do and focus on and what the what the big things are. Like they realize they've been working too hard too long. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that effort and that difficulty scale of what you're trying to work on just adds and builds to the stress and the anxiety and the insanity from sure. it all, right? For sure. Well, and it can be challenging too because it's a challenging place to be in terms of you feel like you're doing quote unquote all the things and quote, mm-hmm. nothing is working. Yeah. But in reality, we're doing all of the things that are a little bit more unique, perhaps, right? The little things along the way and ignoring those big rocks yeah. where we think we can do the specialty things and ignore building the base of yeah. a solid nutritional intake, a solid workout routine, yep. strength training, sleep, stress management, etc. That's where people will do like the supplements or some special seven day detox or thing and think that it's going to change everything, but they literally go right back into their habits or they're continuing mm-hmm. to do the big habits that affect them the most. Like, yes. like the pills won't do that. The stuff won't do that. 100%. There, there, there's tons of the, the, the focus should be on the big stuff first. And then when you do those little things, they are that much more meaningful and that much more powerful, that much more impactful to whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, similarities was something we just talked about there mm-hmm. in saying how basically the bottom line is we're a lot more similar than we think mm-hmm. we, when we look at the uniqueness part of it like we build custom programs for people here mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about what makes the uniqueness beyond like the big rocks and then dialing into like what the medium lo- and, the, and the small rocks and the sand are, are, are looking like that that's obviously uniqueness there like we can put you and I both in the same training program that's for X goal of mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a total strength training program for you and I to have a stronger squat, deadlift, and pull-up, right. right? You and I can both do it exactly how we are and both have different results. Mm-hmm. But I might give me a little bit more focus on lat activation and core activation, and I might give you a little bit more focus on sitting at the bottom or hanging out at the top of your squat or your pull-up 
mm-hmm. to give you more of your strength that way. Right. We both have a pull-up and a squat in our program, mm-hmm. but we've just customized it, made it unique to both of us. Right. But we're both in the same program. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's a way that we can customize that by being on the same program. But what makes a person unique is their health history. Like if we have a person coming in with a knee replacement or double knee replacement, um, we're probably going to be a little bit, I don't want to say gun shy, but we're definitely not just going to hand them a weight and say how many times you can do this for a squat. For sure. For sure. There's going to be range of motion, right? And that's where we can use the movement screens to tease out that uniqueness. We use the same movement screen for nearly every person that comes in here or a similar one. There are some changes that we make depending on athlete versus older adults are going to have different movement screens, sports specific, whatever. But the by and large majority of the movement screen is the same for every person. And we use that to kind of tease out some of that uniqueness in how can you move your hip? What stance do you need for your squat? How does your shoulder look? Right? Are we cleared to press overhead or do we just need to work on mobility there and press in front of us for the time being? So health history and movement movement history or exercise history, mm-hmm. uniqueness. For sure. Um, I put goals as, as the next one. Mm-hmm. And like if, like if you and I are training for, uh, if you're training for a 25K in the fall and I'm training yep. to play pain-free golf and whatever else I decide to do, um, a 350-yard drive, Right. There's a lot of the program, like, again, we were, we're both squatting, mm-hmm. right? But if you're not working on running, and if I might not be working on rotational strength or core stability, right. we're not we're not as unique as not we... Not the same. Yes. Yeah. So there might be more of that on my end, more of that on your end, mm-hmm. respectively, for whatever we're doing. For sure. There's uniqueness based on goals. Absolutely. Um, that's kind of where the separators come in, mm-hmm. right? But we're still all squatting. We're still probably all working on our pull-ups, mm-hmm. pull-downs, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and that's where it can kind of deter a little bit depending on or defer a little bit depending on some of those unique factors. But um, not every single piece of the journey needs to be completely unique, customized specifically for you in that given moment. Absolutely. And I think that's where, again, kind of like we started out the episode saying, like that's where we can get trapped. And we've talked about it in the past. That Trap's a good word. Yeah, that trap of like, having all the information and not doing anything with it, taking all the action, but not getting anywhere because we're not taking the correct action, right? The last thing we want to feel as individuals is trapped and stuck and lost. All of those words, right? All kind of play a role when in reality, taking that step back, or maybe it is hiring a coach to see the third party of like, oh yeah, I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. And even just that, saying like, oh, yeah, I've had this conversation or similar conversation yeah. with someone else might show someone like, oh, yeah, it's not just me. Yeah. We don't have to be the lone warrior victim in our story yeah. of like, I'm doing this alone and no one else has done it before because uh, most likely someone has done it before. Do they, do they call it common humanity? Is that the compassion, the mm-hmm. type of compassion? So there has to be common humanity. Um, there has to be empathy. Mm-hmm. You have to have that for yourself, and I think there has to be some humanization within you um, and the person that you're working with if you are hiring a professional. Um, the professional, I don't feel, has to have like the experience of like losing mm-hmm. weight or running a triathlon, but they need to understand right. it, and they need to, they need to be inf- informed, educated on it, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully have helped people in that for position. Sure. But yeah, th- those type of things, don't, don't trap yourself. That's a great word to use. 
um, in those scenarios where then you, you basically make yourself the victim and it's a mentality that you literally take on mm-hmm. and, and it's holding you back. Mm-hmm. Um, this is all good information, but it comes down to action. And uh, I believe the future of healthcare obviously involves a gym, which obviously involves you as the listener showing up and doing the work. Uh, where it comes back to the responsibility. The future of the healthcare will put more personal responsibility on each of us. Mm-hmm. It has to. Mm-hmm. Because we're not doing it now. We're staying busy or we're being trapped in other realms that are making us not take responsibility over the things that we actually need to. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. that's going to be the future of it. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it has to happen because clearly what we're doing now is not working. Yeah. <laughs> Zero of it. We, we, something needs to change. Yes. And I think the easiest way to personally take responsibility and take some action and take some accountability is for you to change yourself. Yep. And if every single person changes themselves, a whole heck of a lot of change is going to start happening. Yeah. It's funny how we talk about this in like the similarity piece when literally like worldwide, not even 30% of the population has a gym membership. So seven out of 10 people and they want these changes, but mm-hmm. they're not doing the things that they need to for some of the changes. I'm not saying that everybody should have a gym membership, but everybody should have a gym membership. Mm-hmm. Um, we know movement and exercise in general is so good, but it's it's the responsibility piece that mm-hmm. comes into play. For sure. Absolutely. Um, something for you all to think about. Hopefully there's some action taking on it. If you need help taking more action or, again, identify some unique needs that maybe you have that we can help build some big patterns off of and use similar things because we've been through this road before with people um reach out let us know um comment review reach out to us just follow the link in the podcast notes um sign up for a free consult with one of us and uh, we'd be happy to help out and go through that absolutely and until then uh i think that's all i have we're out of time too we are also out of time um i'll let you do the five sign off thing because i'm (laughs) wait i might have it download rate subscribe Share. Is it review? Is there four? Is there five? Review. Rate and review are two different things. You get yes, kind of. Perfect. Do all those things. And let us know how we did. Thank you guys very much for listening. Until then, we will catch you in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Thanks, guys.